0: I'm Loza.
1: I'm Isaias.
0: And this is Light and Love with Lozaeus, the podcast.
1: We're a young married couple living in Los Angeles.
0: Walking by faith and doing so transparently.
1: Our hope is that this podcast leaves you feeling inspired as we explore matters of life, love, and life.
0: Thanks for tuning in.
1: Well, we're here, baby. Episode 7.
0: Let's go. Let
1: us go this is Isaiah.
0: this is loza
1: and you are officially here at the light and love podcast
0: and we made it to episode seven now let me tell you why episode seven is an important episode it is because a lot of people don't make it to episode seven
1: there is a phenomenon known as pod fading where 90 percent of podcasts or something in that to that something like that number. 90% of podcasts, so they say, don't make it past episode seven.
0: And we here, baby. Let's go. We made it. Boom. Okay, I kind of missed out on that handshake. Yeah, you, you we definitely here. will
1: not be publishing that clip. <laughs> Just know that there was a handshake of some sort that did not
0: go smoothly. Not at all. Um, welcome back, guys, yes. to Light in Love with Loseus episode number seven. We're on to topic. Uh, called Light. Yep. I will excuse myself as well. Again, y'all know I like the disclaimers. Uh, I love to put them out there. Um, I actually am slightly sick. My daughter has been sneezing and coughing directly in my eyeballs for the past two days. Eyeballs,
1: mouth. All, just all, all
0: of the above. Picking her nose. Direct transmission. In my ear. Direct inoculation. Correct. So um, I'm going to try my best to hold it together. I've got some tea here it's valentine's day as we're actually recording this podcast and so happy valentine's day to you lovers out there for those looking for love that have known love um that have lost love to all of y'all um yeah sending 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 you our love yeah and on the note of love for those of you guys that have shown us some yeah on the apple podcast man can we talk about that thank y'all can we talk about that let's get into it uh one reviewer uh Actually, let me get back into it. It was a a great review from an Israel Solomon, who we may or may not know. Izzy
1: Dizzy Solomon.
0: (laughs) Who wrote an amazing podcast with five stars. Thank you. Um, I would actually be surprised if you gave us anything less than that. So I'm glad you didn't give us the five. He said, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but this is a must listen. Great energy. It feels like I'm a fly on the wall in their living room. Such a dope couple. Thank, Thank you. you, sir.
1: Thank you very much. Thank
0: you. Appreciate you. Um, and then we've got another one. Um, you got it. Okay. The other one is from Ioni Gurr, who wrote, <laughs> Tap in! Exclamation <laughs> point. Such a great listen. So insightful, intentional, and thoughtful. Liz and Isaiah are such great conversationalists, which makes it fun going into the nuances of life with them. Looking forward to keep up with the show.
1: Yoni Gurr, that was that was very kind. Ger,
0: so nice. Thank you, man. So nice. Um, so for those of you guys that want to leave... A rating obviously go to apple podcast you can rate it five stars or apparently hopefully. people
1: are rating us on spotify too
0: and spotify yes so you can leave the actual review on apple but if you're Got gonna it. do it on spotify it's
1: just the stars
0: just the stars, five so stars. make sure we want that excellent yo apple. okay and
1: before we get off the topic of this love yes. we also gotta say thank you to those who have donated to our donor box
0: yes you guys rock honestly the amount of Love is being demonstrated, and financial contribution has overwhelmed us. So and because of you. your
1: contribution, we actually recently purchased new microphones. We're not using Woo-hoo! them quite yet because we haven't set them up, but we bought some new microphones and a roadcaster. Mm-hmm. You might catch me next episode doing those little little,
0: DJs. little podcaster
1: sound effects. You might <laughs> you, you might not even really know me like that. Uh, but but thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, appreciate you, guys. So. Uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get into our topic of the day. So, as we mentioned, this is episode number seven. We are back on the topic of light. Look, man,
1: we're not trying to ruffle any feathers, but we're trying to ruffle some feathers, Uh,
0: including our own. Including my own, including my own. So, Uh, episode working title right now is Comfortable Christianity.
1: Now, before we go any further, some of you guys might recognize those two words side by side. As the title of a book that came out a couple years ago, a A couple, a friend of ours by the name of Caleb Seifu penned a shout out to this very, if you don't know Caleb, you're really missing out. Smart, funny, quality human. One of those friends that you might not see him for a couple months, even up to a year, but the second you see him, it's like you picked up like nothing ever changed. So shout out to my guy, Caleb. Uh, He penned a book. Called comfortable christianity and i want to read you uh kind of the description that he wrote and, and we're going to put the amazon link in the in the show notes later but this is something that he wrote to kind of capture the essence of the book and i quote i began writing in a self-reflective manner examining my own hypocrisy i'm driven by the notion that i had fooled myself into thinking that i was a follower of christ and i doubt that i'm alone I hope to challenge you as I challenge myself and laugh along the way. And then this is the second part of kind of a description of the book. It says, everyone knows or thinks they know who Jesus is. Whether they go to church, used to go to church, or would never go to church, everyone has a pretty good idea of who Jesus is based on the disingenuous ways Christianity has been practiced. Yikes. Have we encountered Jesus or someone else? Are we his followers or something else?
0: Woo! <laughs> Wee! talk about heavy-handed boy, oh, in the description boy. i
1: feel like man that is that is everything right there i don't even know what else to say outside of yeah, that yeah
0: no and that's but there's ri- a lot to say yeah actually. there's a lot to say i think it speaks to you know what is at the core of what we're actually believing is it a religion is it just a person is it a culture
1: um well let's just you know let's just just get right into it because i feel like where we're at today in 2023 the word christianity has become very polarizing Mm. and i feel like that is largely in part and i hate to say it because i'm a christian myself but most people who who champion the name christian really are not doing any favors to what christianity Uh truly is Uh and i think as a result there has been a genuine misrepresentation of what people perceive Christianity to be and who Christ is as a result mm-hmm. cuz if christians are just followers of christ there are a lot of people who are claiming to be christians who are really sending the wrong pr message to whoever mm-hmm. else is witnessing yeah. you know who we claim to be you know and i think that is that is the big issue
0: yeah i think it i mean if you look at it it dates back even further right using the name of christ for all of like Terrible atrocities for conquest, for you know, war, yeah. for like using the name of Christ to do bad things to people, and that being the example and, and, that people have, and of sometimes well intentioned, like,
1: and sometimes well intentioned, a lot of times well intentioned, yeah, yeah, but very misinformed at times,
0: absolutely. I mean, from, from the beginning, has already just kind of started on the wrong foot, you know, and as that culture, right, of conquest and Power and all these things kind of have taken form. I feel like, yeah, the actual heart of Christ has gotten lost in the translation over the years. And then when you're mixing culture with it, American culture, you're mixing, you know, even within our own Ethiopian culture and mixing culture and Christianity. It just, I feel like we've added a lot of extra that doesn't need to be there. And I feel like that's informed uh, the way that we're living it out. So it's kind of like working past the fluff of, you know, what is, who well, is Christ actually? Let's, call, let's just call it you know?
1: a spade a spade. I think one, if, if we just want to start kind of high level and kind of go further into detail, I think if I were as a lay person to just observe the space of Christianity in America, for mm-hmm. example, I think what we see largely is a uh, tra- a phenomenon of culture. Mm -hmm. I think Christianity is a cultural movement that people have gotten comfortable with because it's what's most uh, what's most assimilated amongst the communities that we're a part of in in Mm -hmm. America. Mm -hmm. And because Christianity is the largest religion, I think it's easier for people to move in and out of uh, spaces claiming to be someone who's in conjunction with that faith. And over time, I think because that cultural assimilation has been used to do things to hurt people, to misrepresent what Christ really meant, I think now we're seeing a real tide shift where people aren't even really trying to hear it at all. The mm-hmm. word Christianity or Christian, like, I think oftentimes is like a hot button yeah, issue. Yeah. And it's it, it actually is often met with vitriol because... You know, rightfully so in some cases, people have really genuinely misrepresented who Christ is and what he was about. Mm-hmm. If people would just go back to like what Christ actually said and mm-hmm. what he did, mm-hmm. I think a lot of this uh, pushback would be, you know, not as big of an issue. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, we are the, the best representations of who, mm-hmm. who Christ is and mm-hmm. we're doing a poor job as a culture and a, as, as a community of Christians in mm-hmm. in displaying what that means. Yeah,
0: I like how you said that because I think it's the the default, right? Or what's easy to do is look at it as Christians at large and kind of look at it from the outside because that's my default as well, right? Um, When we look at uh, Jesus being crucified, it's easier to say, oh, well... You know, I, I would never be a part of the crowds that yelled, crucify him, crucify him. You just don't see yourself in that or see yourself as Barabbas. We always see ourselves in the positive light. Yeah. So even as you describe these quote unquote Christians that are like, you know, so mi- like misrepresenting Christ, I don't identify myself. Yeah. But reality is and just like what you said at the end of that statement. Like, we are a part of that. Like, we are. That's the
1: unfortunate reality is that we all all play a part in it.
0: Exactly. So, even asking, like, oh, well, then, in what ways in my personal life am I misrepresenting Christ? Uh, I don't want to
1: talk about all that. You know what I mean? Like, in
0: what ways, in the way that I carry my life and who I am, is that an actual portrayal of the person that is Christ? And I think we all want to say we're doing it right, but it's easy to excuse certain behaviors um, of ours, which kind of leads us into this like comfortable Christianity topic, right? You're always right by it. Like anything that would make you have to change or do the most or become, um, I don't know, unapologetically him at the cost of who you want to be, makes people uncomfortable. And so it's easier for you to say, you know what? Yeah, I'm a Christian. I believe in Christ. While I'm still doing me, while I'm still living life, well, while I'm still I doing I think that's things. the thing. And I so, think
1: I think if I were to try to summarize it. In, in the most generalized way, I think people like to carry the badge of Christian mm-hmm. and they don't actually like to follow through with what it actually means the to life be The lifestyle of yeah. Christ, right. You don't want to follow the things that Christ and, and the Bible actually say, mm-hmm. but you want to conveniently carry the badge of, or the assimilation sticker badge that says, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, part I, of I'm, I'm a part of this mm-hmm. gigantic group, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's rightfully so a tide turning where you got to really buck up and actually know what you represent and why you represent it Mm -hmm. you know because i don't think it's good enough just to say hey i am this
0: i'm a christian
1: you know because like what does that really mean today yeah like
0: you know know where i'm going
1: dude it's so and and i think this is kind of a a shame but like Mm -hmm. i was talking to a friend of mine uh i'm not gonna say any names here but I, i was asking him about uh, a woman I knew that you he were was, about to tell I was tell asking about story. a woman he was dating <laughs> and I was like yo so is she like is she someone who's a person of faith is she is she a believer is she a, is she a, is she a Christian uh-huh. and he was like man you know everyone says like you, you know everyone really says they're a Christian like if you're black you're pretty much a, a Christian. Christian
0: and, and I was like, like damn
1: wait. bro <laughs> when
0: Isaiah told me that story I was like so, wait 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 like yeah so you can claim it um, but that doesn't necessarily give us any insight. Like, is she a fruitful Christian? Does she like what?
1: And this is not even does about, she follow the but like, Lord I want to also, I want to like, clarify, color. this is not even about like us trying to judge who is really a Christian or who's really not. It's just that I think the thought alone that just because you are a person of color or you are a part of a certain group that makes you, a, cause like, yeah. this is not like, here's the thing. Being a Christian is not a is, is not as not like getting a membership to a club. Mm-hmm. It's really demonstrated by you choosing to carry your cross and to follow Christ, whether it's difficult or not. You right, know, there right. is a cost associated yeah. with being a Christian. And I yeah. think that's the thing that's often glazed past mm-hmm. in today's, you know, conversation mm-hmm. around it. Like mm-hmm. Jesus the Bible and Jesus spoke clearly about how being a Christian is not supposed to be easy. And
0: it's not supposed to be comfortable. It's not you. supposed to be comfortable, mm-hmm. which is
1: the beautiful irony of this book's title and why uh, I highly recommend everyone to read it because it's it, it reflects oh on the, uh, the the irony of some of the things that we do and say as Christians in a, in a very humorous, self-reflective way. I think sometimes the only way to uh, prevent yourself from crying is is to laugh. Laugh about yourself,
0: It's to laugh yeah. about the
1: things that are just so blatantly ironic when it comes to these things. But Caleb did a really good job of highlighting those things in this book, which is um, why I thought it was a good uh, conversation starter for for today.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, he did a great job of talking about the hypocrisy, which even as we're, like, discussing, I'm like, even in the singular episode alone, I'm sure, you know, as we talk about the things that are grieving us about, you know, the fact that comfortable Christianity is a thing or that um, the misrepresentation of Christ has happened, we could very well be saying one thing or thinking another thing that's in the process of us talking about that also. Still hypocr- you know, hypocritical, but I think the beauty of trying to live a life that honors Christ is really asking and living with the Holy Spirit and having the Holy Spirit check your heart. If you're not living every day asking and like wanting to live a life that's like, I don't know, contrite, knowing that we all are a hot mess and I think that's why I appreciated the book it's like it says that we're all a hot mess and we're navigating this but there has to be a certain part of us that's a very understanding of our humanity and our more, you know um, of our shortcomings as human beings in order to even attempt to walk this walk out correctly you well, know
1: I mean I think it's also a, it's also a biblical point that in order to be saved. You have to first recognize that you are a sinner in need of saving. Correct. You know? Yeah. And I think we can't even start there. Mm-hmm. You know, because I also think there's an unfortunate uh, reality that a lot of times Christians will believe Christians kind of ride a high horse too. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, part of what it means to be a true believer is to recognize you're someone who really needs help. You mm-hmm. know, someone mm-hmm. you can't have a, a, a plank in your own eye Sometimes. and try to point it out for somebody else Thinking
0: too. The exact same thing. Let yeah. me
1: let me ask you this. In the different spaces that we occupy, mm-hmm. have you, like, have you? What's the experience that you have when people realize that you, uh, as someone who navigates mm. excellently, or you know, you relate to people well, or you love people well? What's the experience that you have when people realize that you're a Christian?
0: Mm, that's a good question. I think I'm nervous. I'm always nervous just because of the cultural perception that Christians carry. Mm this current you know um year of our lord 2023 yeah. <laughs> uh so i'm like nervous cuz i'm like i don't want them to think that like i'm a judgy person i don't think that i you know i don't want them to think that i'm a cookie cutter christian or all the things that are the negative views of what a christian is i um so i'm initially nervous but in being in close proximity i think that's the beauty right of like being able to like live and do life with people in the work setting and letting your work speak for it. I think we had talked about this. It's like, try and share the gospel and use this no words if yeah. possible, you yeah, know? Yeah. Letting your life speak for it. And um, that's kind of been the approach that I've been taking as of later in life. You know, obviously right. when I was in college, some of my college friends that listen to this, you know, is that I was like a little vocal, chirpy, chirp kind of gal, you know what I mean? But sometimes, the, your life is the best example and I'm now learning that because even then I'm still a human with a lot of shortcomings with just you know I bicker I fight I struggle with pride I'm um hot-headed sometimes you know I I'm sure I <laughs> can attest to that and like knowing that and living so close to that I think uh, yeah allows me to just kind of understand and feel for the people that are viewing Christians from the outside in, you know,
1: I really don't blame them to be honest. Yeah.
0: Without that, it's tough because we, there's a reason that perception exists, yeah. right? There's a reason that we, we've come off judgy. There's a reason that we come off as super exclusive. We, there's a reason that it looks like we're bigoted or small minded. Those are like all of the things that I worry about when The only example that you can really give people is your own life and the authenticity of what it would look like for you to follow Christ and all of who he is, you know. Um, But that means that it's going to cost you everything, right? Um, It's not, Yeah. what did I, I think I've heard once that it's like, while the gift of Christ is free and while he comes and doesn't ask, it costs you everything because you're having to let go of everything that you've known um, and there should be a change. If there's not a change, I yeah. would beg to question. There's not a pre-you and a post, you know, post-Christ.
1: I mean, I is think is there an authentic?
0: Yeah. Is there an authentic change in your life? Like, what has Christ done for you? Well, I think I think, I think
1: I think there's a couple <laughs> different levels sis. Yeah. this. I think you're right. I, I I do believe that in order to have truly had an encounter with Christ, there has to be. A change in at the very least the way you see the world around you a true recognition that you're in need of a Savior that you need a God who's bigger than you I think is baseline to what mm-hmm. it means to have a life-changing interaction with Christ mm-hmm. but I think the issue and that and that's that's I think the, even that piece I, I do believe while it is true for a lot of people. I also think that it's not really reflective of even what we see in uh, in cultural Christianity. I think a lot of people just either through association of like you know what their parents you know mm-hmm. brought them up in, or you know because this is like you know you grow you grew up in, in a part of the country where this is just like what you do. You go to church on Sundays. You watch football. Mm-hmm. You do that. I I don't think that's the same as what I, as what we just described here. Mm-hmm. I think the next the next level of it is. Not just perceiving it, hearing it, believing it, mm-hmm. and allowing it to change your perspective, but also how does that affect you in the way you act? How does, affect, how does it affect how does it affect the way you engage in in the world around you? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head that verse in First John, but it, it talks about how, you know, you I'll have to pull it up. But it talks mm-hmm. about how the importance of your actions needing to reflect not just loving not just loving people in word, in, in words, yeah. but like have to having to love them through action. That's the mm-hmm. true reflect. Mm-hmm. That's like what, what what Jesus was telling Peter. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, especially especially relevant in him telling that to Peter after you know Peter denied him three times. It's like, dude, regardless of what you say, I want to I want yeah, you to know that what what, what really matters it. is yeah. what you do. Yeah, you know, part, and yeah. you know even when you look at like you know versus like James 1:27 religion is that is pure and undefiled before God the father is this to visit orphans and widows in their affliction to keep oneself unstained from the world it's uh-huh. like uh-huh. yo they're like who is who is helping the people who are literally the most in need uh-huh. like what wh- what are we doing when we run into those opportunities and uh-huh. it's like yo if we're not doing anything about that like uh-huh. how how much do you actually believe what you say yeah you know yeah
0: it's and it's not just about like you said yeah going to church it's not just about doing the actions i think that's at the core of christianity if i had to like go back and say oh this is what i wish the world would know about this faith like in it in it very much so is about yeah the 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 deed of love right the action the verb that is love Mm -hmm. not just you know the um, the feeling or whatnot, but the verb, the action word that is love. But I wish people could just peel back the layers and just see that it's has very little to do with just um, outside, but it's everything on the inside. Which is why I think the story and the person that is Jesus is so fascinating. Is even when he came, you know, there were scribes that like and Pharisees that knew their knew their business. They right. knew the Bible like right. in and out. But he described them like. Um, uh, an unclean cup where yes. it was clean on the outside, yes. but the inside was dirty. Right. And the reason why they hated you know, him so much was because he took it, you know, don't just like murder is bad, but if you think bad about somebody or you hold anger in your heart, then that's just that's the so equivalent good. of murder also. You that's know? so
1: good. And I think that's a really important distinction to make because and I'm, I'm glad that you clarified that because it's not just the performative component of, of of the action itself. Mm-hmm. It's that oh you had a transformation from the inside Something that changed. went out.
0: Yeah, correct. You know? it's
1: yeah because the truth is if you really had a true transformation from the inside out, then it's going to change the way you live
0: your life, live your
1: life, and, and conduct things around you. Right. It's not to say that what's on the outside is most important. It's not. That's a way to measure things, but if you're yeah. only doing things on the outside and the inside is not changed, then it's hollow and, and it's not a and it's not sincere and true and authentic. Yeah. You know? And I
0: think that's why the people are often like, "Only God can judge me." I'm like, "Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's true. Only God can judge you." But you know, it says faith without works is dead, right. right? And this is the context of that verse is like, if the works that we're doing aren't the physical evidence to an invisible yes. happening on the inner man, then what?
1: That's that's a beautiful... Like
0: a, a, an orange tree produces orange. If you ain't got no oranges that I can see... you're an orange tree. Are you an orange tree? You're not an orange tree. That's the I mean?
1: beautiful thing about that dynamic is that those two things really do go hand in hand. Mm-hmm the faith and the works, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like Mm -hmm. you believe and then you do, you know, and uh, only God could truly see how those two things work together in each individual's life. And that's not our business to judge one way or another. But in talking at large about the uh, state of Christians in Mm -hmm. in this country, I just wish there would be a little bit more um, continuity between those two things.
0: Yeah. And I think, Yeah. That's so good. I'm just, like, reflecting back on, even for myself and in my own personal journey, I think the most transforming, like, understanding that allowed a transformation within my own life was understanding that, you know, Christ doesn't care about how you present to the world, you know? There's so many accounts, and um, all he cares about is owning that space in your heart and in your thoughts, like, the secret place, the secret you that person of who you are is a part that the part of us that's supposed to be transformed and why I love who Christ is and his approach so much was it was revolutionary. It wasn't about conquest, it wasn't about the things that are even now that culture and society are kind of pushing on the forefront, right? Yeah. That like prosperity of like wealth, about um I don't know, clout, all these things on the outside, right? He was like actually, you know, I choose to be a king that's not of, like, power and conquest, but of love and service and of uh, generosity, not, you know, being money hungry. And so those things are things that take a mindset shift. Those are things that require a heart realignment. It's like deconstructing us from the way that our flesh or our our mortality, our humanness wants to gravitate in that direction. Bro, and, and so if there's not a war that you feel happening bro, within you... Thank you for like, saying
1: that too. Because that,
0: Then it's not proof that there's anything that's continuing to purify because you. Because you I, I, mean? I
1: think where a lot of people, including Christians at large, feel like...
0: Including ourselves. Have, yeah. Including ourselves.
1: Yeah. To, definitely ourselves. You feel like, even in a setting like this one, as... You know, two people who are, you know, on a Christian podcast, by the way, uh, we are the number one Christian podcast in Egypt, number one Christian podcast (laughs) in Rwanda. And what was the last one?
0: Uh, Guyana.
1: Guyana, and I'm that is not a joke. We just heard that the other day. Mind yeah. you,
0: see, see the duality of see, our look humanity. At my, look at my flesh look, going crazy exactly, right now. Exactly, exactly. Okay. The pride part about that, while he's talking about Christianity, and this is what comfortable Christianity is. And look, my we go for number
1: one in America. Okay, <laughs> no, this um, is the duality. Um, but I bring of that, that up to say, know? it's like there's this there's this pressure to present a facade of. Oh look, man! I'm a Christian now, so I am good. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Let me look you straight down the I'll barrel of this camera. Is,
0: yeah.
1: I am. I am just a man, okay? I'm a man who is literally so controlled so cool. by his flesh, but like you said, I'm literally actively trying to fight that on the daily. Paul mm-hmm. Paul says to die. Uh, what, what's the verse like?
0: To he, live as Christ, but to, to die. That's is not faith. the verse I'm
1: talking about. But oh. like, like oh. The, the the verse that talks about the need to die daily mm-hmm. and. I think that speaks to this fact that just because you give yourself to Christ does not mean you are a perfect person. It's actually far from it. Mm-hmm. There's still a process of daily sanctification that needs to happen. And I'm I'm literally fighting for my life out here. <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I, I in trying to be more like Christ, it's the realization that, man, I really do not have this at all figured yeah. out. And, you know, there are parts about me that... You know, I'm ashamed sometimes that I'm not better off than, than what mm-hmm. I would like to be. Sometimes I get upset too quickly. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, my, my thoughts go go left when I'm like, man, I shouldn't be thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's just more of a revelation to me that I need God every single day. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a one time, you know, button that's pressed and then you're good. And I think maybe that's that's part of the issue is that people don't really want to put in the work to like to die daily really Mm -hmm. yeah and
0: I mean even if you look at that word you know death and dying like nothing about that is pleasant you know um yeah it's a daily choice choose this day whom you will serve you know and it's every day we're waking up saying you know what I really want to pop off on Isaiah's. when we get in an argument I want to you know say this and say that but I have to go back and I'm like okay and even if I do pop off which sometimes I do yeah
1: you do (laughs) Even if I do,
0: i will be sitting in my bed. I'm like, Holy Spirit. Fine. All right. I will go. I will say something. Or other days I don't. And then I have to repent the next morning because, or repent later when we are trying to like reconcile and come back to a place of like love and unity and reconciliation. And I think Christianity at its core, Christ at its core is as we draw closer to who he is, you just realize how much more you are not. Right. If that is not registering for you on the daily, then, again, it would beg us, you know, I'd beg to ask, is Christ even in the picture? If we're waking up comfortable, feeling like we're doing right, living right, being right, good, you know? No. I think at at the core, it's like art just desperate on our belly like the woman with the bleeding disorder, you know, just reaching out to the hem of a garment that we're like, look, I'ma need you today Dude. before I step out of this house, before I even try talking to my kids, before I even try navigating this world and my work life and all the twenty thousand different ways that not only could I misrepresent you, but I need you for all that you are, you know?
1: Loving people who aren't who don't see things the way you see you see them could be hard.
0: Oh, duh. <laughs> being
1: patient, being patient with your children when they're asking you the same thing over and over again.
0: Mommy, 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 mommy. can be hard. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Trying to not get upset when you are at odds with your significant other and still choosing to listen and not pop off with the first idea <laughs> that comes through your mind is hard.
0: Very
1: hard. It's hard, but you know I do believe that because we have a reference point and we're trying to Ugh. be more like Christ at the end of the day. It's just, it's just, uh, it's, it's it's the cross that we're trying to carry and
0: that we want to carry. That we want to carry. You know, um, I love that you say that. I love that because it's just going back to that place, right? And I think that's the beauty of Christ. It's like in His perfection we're literally life is dinging us up because that's how it was designed you know we weren't promised that it was going to be good it was going to have lots of trials and tribulations but the beauty is that we have an example to go back to in our humanity in our mortality to you know one that connects with us right because he came in the flesh but uh, i love that we can go back there and be like help god like and that's all sometimes you have to utter is just to help god help me navigate today help me give me the words to speak you know redesign the way that i'm thinking and viewing life um, transform me from the inside out you know uh, and it should be a challenge if it's not a challenge and that means you're not growing so and if, as i mentioned before anything that's not growing oof. is dying yikes you know she said, said, so, she said. You, s- she said.
1: She said you six feet in the ground, buddy. Gone. You know? <laughs> we gone. And it's
0: you know even as I I, I'll, I often will take myself back to the story of like uh, Jesus talking to the crowds and I think apparently the teachings that he was providing were hard. Right, die to yourself. Give up the life that you are. You can't be juggling everything, right, and still trying to follow Christ. But even after he like taught the crowds, like different people started like walking away. And then he turned to Peter, he was like, what's up, Peter? Like, you gonna kick it or what? Are you gonna leave too? And Peter often responds, to whom whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And I love that, like, literally Christ at the core is everything that we need, that our souls need, the peace, the joy, you know, and when I say peace, it's like the peace amidst calamity, the joy despite our pain, because the pain will be there, the calamity will be there, but you know, in seeking after that, it's like, where else are we going to try to find these things? All these other things are not satisfying to us, you know? And so I'm like, all right, God, I could try to do it some other way, but you already shown me that, you know, um, you're the only way to go. And so I'm going to be hobbling, man. I hobble on the regular. I'm like, I'm back again. <laughs> God, it's man, me, man. Just it's me again.
1: Me and my cast.
0: Me my again, crutches. God. Yo, son, you know, or your daughter stressing me out today, well, driving on the road. Uh,
1: so if I'm hearing you correctly, uh, what the lady's saying is if you are <laughs> a Christian and you're feeling very cozy right now, then I think maybe, number one, you should get this book and you should uh, a challenge yourself it. through the through the avenue of laughter yeah. because maybe you're not ready to confront these things head on. <laughs> Quite yet, um,
0: and hopefully you can message this guy to bring his Instagram back because
1: man, so what's the what's the Instagram? Can you check the Instagram handle? I, I think it's, it's at Comfortable Christianity. So so the other thing about this, this is all of a sudden becoming a plug for Caleb's book uh, and his Instagram <laughs> account. But this was one of the funniest and best uh, Instagram pages, uh, which put together a bunch of memes that highlighted the hilarity hilarity of. An irony of these uh, Christian memes. Oh, it's at comfortable underscore Christianity. So good. Um, you know what? Send a DM. Send a DM to the Instagram page, and uh, like I said, check out the show notes. We're gonna put a link to his book in the in our in our um, show notes because it's just so good, so well done. Um, and I really do believe if you read it, it will really give you such great insight, and you'll laugh the whole way through. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah. Um, so thanks for that book. Thanks for being obedient for writing it. We're ready for part two and three, bud. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, that's what we got for you guys today. Thank you guys for tuning in. The conversation's still an ongoing conversation, as you know, most our conversations should be, right? None of us have figured it out. Isaiah and I are just navigating life, just trying. You to... don't look
1: at me if you're looking for someone who figured it out, cause yeah, you, you won't find that. We guy.
0: ain't got no answers for y'all. I'm
1: definitely um, not that
0: guy. <laughs> And so, uh, thanks for tuning in. And so we'll do, actually, a, a few of you guys submitted, uh, some questions to us oh, last Oh, stop
1: it. Stop. They did.
0: Uh, and a really easy one, uh, right, uh, was oh, uh, one question on, on the Ask Losea section. And I'm going to answer it. Because oh, someone actually asked asked us, well, I'm having just like a tongue, tongue twisters today, um, what we were planning on doing for Valentine's Day. We don't celebrate
1: one. Valentine's Day. We don't <laughs> believe in Valentine's no, Day. Um,
0: we actually don't do anything special for Valentine's Day. So the only holiday that we really support throughout, you know, uh, buy each other gifts and stuff throughout the year, is our birthday. That's the one day and me being able to celebrate Isaiah, and being able to celebrate me, that we can just pull all stops. Um, I'm
1: not trying to celebrate my birthday this year, though.
0: We're celebrating. Isaiah's is uh, turning. We'll
1: talk about that another time.
0: The big 35 this Oh, year. boy. <laughs> so we are going to celebrate. But, yeah, that's the one time that we do allow ourselves to kind of go above and beyond. But usually for Valentine's Day or even Christmas, We'll just write each other letters.
1: Try not to get too consumed in the consumerism, but...
0: Yeah. I mean, so every day is a day to love and celebrate. I love that it you know there's a day to honor one another, but it, I feel like I shouldn't have to spend $500 to prove my love to you. You yeah. know what I mean? But um, we write
1: each other letters, and uh, today I got my girls some flowers. Feral,
0: including Salem. Yeah. He bought her some orange flowers because she loves flowers. How yeah. darling. So thanks for my flowers, babe. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's what we did this time. And thanks for submitting your question to us. So uh, for those of you guys that have also submitted other questions, I'm holding on to them. We will circle back with each topic. Uh, In addition, we encourage you guys to submit some of those questions to us at lightandlove.life at gmail.com. So Uh,
1: do we have a sponsor today?
0: We do. You uh, wanna tell us who that is?
1: Uh you got it.
0: Okay. <laughs> um it's our sponsor who has been our sponsor every single time. Tedros team, as you guys. Tell me know. something tell me
1: something good about Tedros Team. Yeah, tell me Ted, tell me from the heart.
0: Tedros team, so it's No cheating, no cheating. Why? I want to read it. Um, Tedra's Team is a luxury real estate company located in Los Angeles. But it's not.
1: Tell me me what you feel about it, though. Tell me what you feel about
0: it. I feel a lot of good things about it. It's what my man does, it's what I do, it's Uh, our family business. uh, Uh, um, Tell them. It is a chance to be able to serve you guys. Yeah. (laughs) Isaiah, please. Can a woman speak? Uh, yeah, so basically it's a real estate company that, you know, was started by Isaiah that I have joined recently. Um, and yeah, it's dope because we are now working together to serve people, you know, and to make money along the way, which is always a dream, right? To be able to make a living while also doing the thing that you love the most, which is serve people, be involved in people's lives, to love on people, have conversations, and, um... Already, I'm like loving this new industry that I'm studying. For those of you guys that have been tracking with us, I used to be a pharmacist, and so studying real estate has been super cool. And what's even cooler is the fact that we have a lot of support coming in from everywhere. Um, And so for those of you guys that are out of state, I know quite a bit of love from out of state. Um, So in order to service uh, people and their real estate needs, you have to be licensed in that state. So Isaiah is licensed in the state of California. Uh, and so unfortunately he's not able to exactly, you know, help with your transaction in your particular state. But
1: by by she mean by that she means like I can't directly I can't write your contract. Conduct yeah, the, the contracts for any outside state.
0: Correct. Right? But one thing that Tedra's team is able to do is something that we call real estate matchmaking. So
1: we have a huge referral network and partners all across the country, which we've helped a lot of people get connected with, some great people. Um, so With
0: very specific needs. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. So,
1: like, depending on what the need of our specific client is, it's from out of state. We will get a better sense of what they're trying to accomplish, and then like based
0: investing, of, buying, selling. Yeah,
1: or even like specific pockets. And then what we'll do is we will reach out to the specific person that we feel like could help accomplish. Uh, fulfilling we actually that interview. Need.
0: So we'll reach out to multiple people, interview them, determine them. who's yeah the best person, the most trustworthy person, and then. Isaias will act as a remote consultant to you. Um, yeah,
1: just to kind of be a part of the the process as you go through it with with the just kind of advising you. Yeah,
0: yeah. So for those of you guys that are uh, looking or have a friend who's looking or got a mama or a cousin or hey, somebody you hey. know looking, y'all know where to go. And y'all gonna get so tired of me because I am such a shameless plug. If I know <laughs> you and you know me. And if I so much as to find out that you buy a house, you got a mama that bought a house or your uncle bought a house and you didn't come see me. Why would
1: you go to anybody else? I'm
0: going to feel some type of way. I'm not going to lie. I will feel some type of way. So just don't tell me and don't (laughs) let me find out because I will feel some type of way. I love y'all. So yeah, definitely come see us. Uh, Again, this is just all love. There's me clowning around, but. Conning around, but not really. Like, if you really look into (laughs) my She she crazy, y'all. Don't play with her. Um, But yeah, so that's a message from our sponsor. And in closing, um, if you liked or even loved today's episode, obviously you know what to do. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can rate it on Spotify. Definitely subscribe. Share it with all your family members. You never know who needs to get a little light, love, and life. Yeah um, in their life. And so be sure to follow us on all the socials. Um, the social ats will be included in the show notes. So just go there. That way you guys don't have to sit there as I sit and spell out <laughs> everything for you and guys. And if you guys,
1: lastly, if you guys have any suggestions on ideas that you want us to explore, continue
0: to send them quite a few. Please people keep sending them.
1: We'll sending keep filtering them. through and we'll try to get to it where we think it makes sense. Um, from the bottom of our heart, Thank you for helping us get to episode seven. Yes, We did not baby. suffer suffer from, what is it called? Podcast.
0: Pod fading. Pod
1: fading. Yeah. We did not, we not suffer. We're not pod faded. We're not pod faded right now. <laughs> we're not pod fading and we will not pod fade.
0: Yeah, we're going to stick around. And so Thanks if you want to you continue guys. to support too, the donor box link will be included um, in the show notes as well. So feel free to, yeah, encourage us financially. Nobody hates, you know, there's nobody that doesn't um, love a little financial support. So, Love you guys. Love you guys so much. And we'll so catch much. you next time.
1: Peace.